Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, everyone. Good God, today, you already know what I'm going to say. Today is another good day. Thank you guys for joining in on my podcast. This is Arthur Pearlie Martin with Biblical Principles for Guess What? Inner Healing. You already know, because how many of you know that the real, we are the main subject of our own life story. I know we like to blame everybody else for our actions and our reactions and for the things that we say and the things that we do. Um, But the truth of the matter is the same way nobody can make you do good is really the same way nobody can make you do bad. But you know what? We're going to we're getting ready to deal with this in one second, one minute, one moment. What is your root cause? (laughs) What is what's causing it? Where is it coming from? We're getting ready to deal with this. But one minute. First, you guys already know we're going to pray. We're going to pray before we start this day, Father. And we just thank you, Lord God, our Abba Father, Jehovah Jireh, for being here with us. For Father, the very breath that we breathe, Lord God, comes from you, Father. And you are so conscious of our presence. You are conscious of us, Lord. In the same way that you are conscious of us, we are conscious of you. We are aware of you, Lord. We are aware of your presence. Thank you, Lord God, for delivering us, from setting us free, from taking the blinders off our eyes, Father, so we can see what you see, so we can repent from those things, everything in us, Lord God, that's not like you. We pray today, Father, that you will reveal it to us so we can be free. Indeed, as we continue in your word, Father God, we declare and decree that we are your disciples in the name of Jesus, Father God. You created us in your own image and your own likeness, Father God. And we come to you today, this day, and say, Lord, not our will. We don't want what we want. We don't want what we want, Father. We want what you want. Not our way, Lord. We don't want our way because our way leads us the wrong way, Lord God. Not our will, Lord, because our will, we want our will to be your will, Lord God. We want our will, our way, and our want to be your will, your way, and your want, Father God. And therefore, we come before you this day and we surrender and we say, here I am. Here we are, Lord God. Anoint my lips of clay to say what you would have me to say, Father. I yield my members to you. I yield my voice to you. You, my vocal cords, my tongue, my mind, my will, my body, my emotions. And I say, here I am, Lord. Use me however you see fit in Jesus name. So you guys, thank you again for joining in. Again, this is Arthur Pearlie Martin with Biblical Principles for Inner Healing. Make sure you share this podcast. It is life changing. Anyone who knows me knows that I love to see caterpillars turn into butterflies. I love to see the transforming power of God um, working in people's lives <laughs> because that's what it's all about. Okay, now that you're saved, it's time to grow and become disciples. He told us to go out and make other disciples, right? Not church course. Oops, yes, I said it. Um, but, uh, but disciples, to disciple the people so they too can go out and make other disciples, right? Okay, so today we're talking about what's your root cause? <laughs> Nothing happens with, without a reason, right? So I did a podcast a few weeks ago uh, and I have a video on YouTube that says, what's your why lie? Because we got to know the reason why. Because when we can find the why, we find the lie, right? If we remember the story where Jesus cursed the fig tree, the story says that he cursed it at the root. (laughs) Why did he curse it at the root? He wasn't so 
I mean, it wasn't bearing any fruit, right? Well, Jesus understood that the reason it wasn't bearing any fruit is because it was something, it was cursed, it was something wrong with the seed, which was being sown, which it was something wrong with the root. This, the seed produced the root, right? And the root produced the tree and the tree produced the fruit. So I like to tell people, if the seed is bad, the root is bad, the tree is bad, the fruit is bad. Jesus said a, a bad, an evil tree cannot produce good fruit. And a good tree cannot produce bad fruit, right? So how many of you know that everything starts with the seed? Even we uh, we start with the seed, right? The sperm cell. Everything starts with a seed. That's why it's a small foxes that spoil the vine. And if we will deal with our our issues, our sin issues in their infancy, we won't have to deal with it when it's a great big tree. But how many of you know it's easy to blame others? This is what the devil wants us to do. He wants us to blame others for our own actions and reactions. He wants us to blame others for our anger issues. He wants us to blame others for our control issues. But the truth of the matter is, James say a man uh, 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 where does all these fighting, these quarrels and all this strife and stuff coming from? He tells us, he said, is, is it not coming from, the, the, you know, where your flesh is lusting and it can't get what it want? And so when the flesh can't get what it want, <laughs> um, we don't even ask God. And when we do ask God, we ask amiss so God don't give it to us because we only want to uh, spend it on our own lustful pleasure. So when we start feeling ourselves getting all worked up, getting all angry, getting all frustrated, the first thing we need to do is ask ourselves, what is it I want? <laughs> because it's coming from when we can't get what I what we want, it makes that's when the strife and the fussing and the cussing and all this other stuff, that's when that spirit is released. But how many of you know it's it's not about um just what it's not about want, trying to get what we want. Our, our goal in life as disciples of Jesus Christ is uh, wanting, to, want, wanting, wanting what our Father wants, right? So I like to tell people, the same way people can't make you do good, <laughs> they'll tell you in a minute, <laughs> you can't make me stop smoking, drinking, fornicating, whatever it is that we're doing, you know, we in the world, we can't, can't make me stop eating this chocolate, you can't make me stop smoking, you can't make me do nothing good, nothing, you know, that's bad, but the, the moment you know, that's good for us. But the moment we do something bad, we want to find someone to blame, right? So are you playing this little demonic blame game? Because that's what it is. Because Adam blamed Eve and, and Eve blamed the serpent. Adam actually blamed God and Eve because he said, Lord, it's this woman you gave me. <laughs> How many of you are blaming your spouse uh, for your behavior or your kids or your boss. It's everybody's fault. The white man, the black man. I mean, it's everybody's fault but yours. But the truth of the matter is when a guy came in the garden, he said, Adam, where you at? And Eve, what is this you have done? He asked Cain, what was his brother? And how many of you know that when God asks man a question, it's not because he don't know. Now, come on now. It's rhetorical. Of course, God knows. He's omnipotent. He's omnipresent. He's everywhere at the same time, and he knows everything. So when God is asking us a question, <laughs> guess what? He's trying to get us to confess something. He's trying to, how many of you know that confession is good for the soul? Confess your own faults, the word of God tells us. One to another, it's in Colossians. Confess your own faults one to another so that you may be healed. He said confess your own faults, not the faults of others, but confess your own faults. How many of you know we got to admit it before we can quit it? So we got to get to that root cause because we're not God, right? 
Let's 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 not think that we're God and and we're up here and everybody else is down there and everybody is supposed to bow down to what we want. Because it's not about me trying to get my way. It's about me allowing God to have his way, right? Okay, so he he tells us stuff like bless those that curse you. Be like, well, Lord, I don't want to, bl- I don't want to bless them. I want to curse them. They don't curse me. You tell me. He said he say stuff like, <laughs> if they hit the one cheek, turn the other cheek. But I don't want to turn the other cheek. They hit me on the on the cheek. I want to hit them back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, but it's not about what we want. It's not about what we want. You know, if if, if, if you know we're gonna suffer just like Christ suffered. Arm yourself likewise, because as like He suffered, so will we. As He is, the Bible say, so are we in this world. If they hated Christ, they're gonna hate you too. The Bible tells us, okay, because we have that same Spirit as born again believers living on the inside of us. Have you? Um, the Spirit of the Living God is living on the inside of us if we have accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. <laughs> I tell you now, um, my worst day as a as a born again believer is better. <laughs> than my good days as an unbeliever. I'm going to tell you right now because I don't know about you. I was all, I was smiling on the outside, but I was, I was miserable on the inside. Um, um, but um, every day really with the, every day with the Lord is a good day. Whether it, it, it looks good, feel good. Cause our circumstances are not based upon uh, what it looked like. Our, our circumstances based upon the God that we serve. And this is why I always say, keep looking for the good in your day so you can see God's goodness all throughout your day. I mean, the Lord gave me that a few years ago, you know, because the thing that we magnify the most is the thing that we're going is the thing that we're going to focus on. And how many of you know that God wants us to focus on the, on his promises and not on the problem? Because looking at the problem takes our focus off of him, take our focus off the promise. Right. So as believers, we got to walk by what we believe and not by what we see. Right. OK, I'm, I'm trying to stick with this, but I'm going to flow wherever the Holy Spirit wants to go. OK, so I asked the question, <laughs> you know, I'm inquisitive. You know, I got to know because I, I just got to know. I, I mean, the reason I got to know is because I want you to know, because until we, we have to admit it before we can quit it. How many of you know we have to be able to see ourselves? It's not about me trying to fix my spouse or you or anyone else. It's about allowing the Lord to work on me. Lord, it's me, Lord. <laughs> Here I am. It's me, Lord. I'm standing in need of prayer. It's me. I didn't act Christ-like when they when they when they was mean to me. I didn't act Christ-like to them, Lord. I I didn't do what you told me to do. I didn't say what you wanted me to say. It's me, Lord. You know, but we we like to make excuses. Well, I'm only human. <laughs> God knows that we're flesh and blood. He knows that we're human. He knows that we're dust. He's the one who created us. But this is why he also say, look here. Uh, if you, if you, uh, he rather, if we, if you sin, we have an advocate with the Father, and He's faithful and just to forgive us of all of our sins. And this is also why He tells us, you know what? Confess your faults one to another, so that you can be healed. Because holding on to unforgiveness, uh, it's really hurting you. It's not hurting the other person. So forgiveness is really for you. Confess your own faults. Sometimes you'll be suffering for righteousness sake. Now, when we're suffering for righteousness sake, I mean, that's really what we're doing. We're suffering for righteousness sake. That's really what's going on. We really start suffering for righteousness sake. It's not where you really did anything. Maybe you told someone the truth and they hate your guts. <laughs> that happens, trust me. So maybe you told someone the truth, they hate your guts, and now you're suffering for righteousness sake. You have it. You did what your father say do. 
But how many of you know that the word of God tell us that when we suffer for righteousness sake, that's a good thing because what that means is it says truly the glory of the Lord is resting upon us when we're suffering for the right reason. But he said, you know what? Don't be suffering as a busybody or a meddler in someone else's business because then you can suffer like that too. Um, but when you're suffering for righteousness sake, then, then that's the right kind of suffering. Okay, so what I want to know is which, what's your root cause? What's your why lie? What's causing that, those, that anger? Where is it really coming from? You know, anger is connected to control, right? <laughs> and pride, too. They all go together. You just throw them all up in a bunch and mix, mix them all together, and you're going to come out with the same thing. You're going to come out with that same demon, anger. Because pride makes us think that because we're up here and you're down here. The Bible tells us, he said, don't think more highly of yourself than you ought to. Because <laughs> what is it you have that God did not give? And you know, the thing, the two things, the one thing that the rich and poor both have in common <laughs> is that God created them both. <laughs> so the, uh, 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 the only king, you know, Jesus Christ is our Lord. He's the Lord of Lord and kings of kings. And he said, I, you know what? He, he himself came down from heaven to earth and he, he lowered, he became Lord. He lowered himself lower than the angels. You know, he, he humbled himself even until the death of the cross. You know, so he gave up, he came from heaven. He came off his throne to come to earth to serve us. He said, I didn't even come to be served, but I come to serve. <laughs> he washed his disciples' feet. What a position of humility. I like to tell people that the way up is the way down. You know, we must humble ourselves. Humble is the way because God said, I'm going to resist. I resist the proud, but I give grace to those that are humble. But I give grace to to the humble. So what is it to be proud? Well, when we're proud, we don't see a need for God. When we're proud, we don't even acknowledge God. When we're proud, we think uh, it's it's because of how smart we are. When we're proud, we don't we um we think it's by our might and by our power and by our strength. When the Lord has clearly said it's not by might nor by power, but it's by my spirit, said the Lord. The it's in Him and because of Him that we live, move, and have our very being. Even the very breath that we breathe comes from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So how is it that the God who created us, what what makes us think that we can live a life outside of him when he has the very blueprints to our lives? He said, before the foundation of the world, I knew you. And, And when we don't take time out for God, when we don't take time out for the word of God, we're saying, God, I don't have time for you. I know you created me, but I got this. OK, when I got this and right now, everything is good. The bills are paid. The, the wife is good. The spouse is good. Everything's good. And so I don't need, see a need for God. Not realizing that the only reason things are good is because of God, because it's his grace and his mercy. I remember one time I was a baby Christian and the Lord said, Pearl, and, and I was acting ugly. And he said, um, you know what? In spite of you, I'm still going to bless you. Oh, it crushed me. How many of you know it's the goodness of God that draws people to repentance? When he told that, I could have cried like a baby because it crushed me. And when I say it crushed me, I don't mean in a bad way. I mean, he just... I mean, he, he just, his love just overwhelmed me. He said, in spite of you, I'm still going to bless you because you know what? You don't change who I am or how I am. 
It's the goodness of God that draws people to repentance. It's the love of God. He said, love overcomes evil. And I don't know about you, but his love overcame my evil. And it caused me to melt like butter in a pan. Will you allow God's love to overcome your evil? Will you cause the goodness of God to overcome you? Will you surrender today? Will you throw up your hands and bow down your heart and say, Lord, I give up. I understand and I realize that it's because of you that I live, move, and I have my being. Who are we not to forgive Because none of us have our blood, uh, shed our blood for anyone's sin. Who are we? Pride keeps us from forgiving. Because pride sets us in the seat of self-righteousness. And it causes us to look down on others. And it causes us not to, um, it causes us to forget what we have done. But Jesus said to those who was getting ready to stone the woman, who was caught in adultery, you know, it takes two to commit adultery. But anyways, um, they they had their rocks in their hands. They had the accusations in their hands. And and uh, I'm sure some of you have probably been stoned with lies and character assassinations. And <laughs> they had their rocks in their hands and they was getting ready to stone you, to condemn you, to crush you. That's the only the only reason uh, people feel like they can judge you is because they see themselves higher than you. They see themselves up here and they see you down here. <laughs> they think they are above you. They see themselves as gods in their eyes. And we are small G-O-Ds of this world, the Bible says, but not in that way. So Jesus said to him, Psalms 116, I believe that is, where it says we're gods, small gods, because we're children of gods. That's what it's saying. We're not God, but we're children of God. Okay, so Jesus said to those who picked up the stones, he said, okay, I'll tell you what. Let him without sin cast the first stone. Oh, we I love him. He is the wisest man in the world. I love the way he handled people. Jesus said, okay, I'll tell you what. This is how we're going to handle this. Let him without sin cast the first stone. And they all had to drop their rocks of accusations. They all had to stop with their lies, their character assassinations. They had to just drop their condom, their stones of condemnation. They had to drop. <laughs> they was gonna throw physical stones, but we throw stones when we use when we use our words to try to kill people, to try to kill their character, to try to. You know, and and it's something when you can say something bad about someone to make yourself feel good, it's something wrong on the inside with you. You're an identity crisis. Um, When you feel the need to have to condemn someone else so you can feel better. The truth of the matter is we all have sin issues in our lives because none of us have arrived yet. Right. So we're growing from faith to faith and glory to glory. But what I want to know is what is your root cause? What's your why lie? We we say it all the time because um, unless we're in really, really pride, um, well, we can't see anything wrong because there is a way that seemeth right unto a man in the end thereof is death. Um, but I'm sure somebody has said something to you about, you know, you have a control issue. You know, you have an anger issue. And they'll say, no, I don't have an anger issue. I just get mad when people don't do what I say. 
<laughs> well, not only do you have an anger issue, but you have a control issue also because those things, and you have a pride issue because in your mind, you're thinking that people have to do what you want them to do. When in fact, no one owes you nothing but to love you. The Bible says, oh, no man, nothing except to love them. But anger is rooted in pride and control because pride says, you bow down to me. You're less than me. I'm up here and you listen here. You listen to me. I'm up here and you're down here. And you know what? The truth of the matter is, no, we. I, I might didn't do some of the things you did and then you might haven't done some of the things that I've done, right? But I've done some things and you've done some things. So who am I? I'm not talking about correction. God chastised those he loved. What I'm trying to find out is what's your why lie? What's causing, where's your control issue coming from? Where's your anger issue coming from? Where's that overeating coming from? Where's that comfort food coming from? Where's that excessive spending coming from? I don't know. Where's that bitterness coming from? Let's let's go a little bit deeper because, you know, there's some on the inside, you know, that people don't think that God recognized. But for real, God said, man, you know what? Man looks on the outside and they say they're impressed. But God look on the inside and say, that's a mess. You know what? You need to deal with that. You need to deal with that. Um, um, you need to tear down some of those mindset strongholds, those traditions, those those uh, those uh some of those traditions that you used to keep in your family um that is contrary to me that's not what my word says you need to line your thoughts up with my thoughts he's not condemning us god has to chastise us in order to grow you have to be corrected if you can't be corrected you can't grow right because no and without correction you know what we open ourselves up to deception so i love it all i love the rebuke i love the edification the exhortation I love it all. You know, I love it when the pastor, the preacher is preaching edification, exhortation. But I like it. I like it. I like it when he's uh, uh, preaching. He's doing a correction and rebuking, too, because um, we have to. The tree has to be pruned. I know that I'm not I'm not all the way perfect. I'm not I'm not talking about condemnation. I'm saying correction, you know. Without correction, we open ourselves up to deception. The Bible says, faithful are the wounds of a friend. And know this also, that just because someone does not agree with what you say does not mean that they're rejecting you, the person. They just simply don't agree with what you say. It's your opinion, not the person. We have to be able to separate the two. That what you say is not you. Okay. You could you could say that today the temperature is supposed to be 90, and someone else can say, no, um, they said it was gonna be 60. So them not agreeing with you is not them rejecting you. They're just not agreeing with what you said. So we have to be able to separate the two. This is why it's so important that we learn our identity in Christ. Because um, the truth of the matter is, um, if they're not saying, talking about you, saying the things that God says about you, they're not really talking about you, right? He says, we're heirs and joint heirs. We're king kids. We're more than a conqueror. We can do all things through Christ who, who strengthens us. So don't let people uh, speak word curses up over you, telling you you'll never be nothing. You'll never amount to anything. Um, you're a failure. You're, you can't do this. You can't do that. And, you know, just speaking all kind of evil things up over your situation, 
over your marriage, over your circumstance, over your job, over your business, over whatever. Don't let anyone curse that. Speak word curses over it. Because uh, as long as we walk in agreement with it, as long as we confess it, we're going to possess it. So um, let's reverse the curse by speaking God's word. How about that? Hey, so what is, I'm trying to stick with it here. So Jesus cursed the fig tree at the root because he knew that the reason that the fruit was bad because it was something, the seed was bad because it, and the root was bad, which caused the tree to be bad, which caused, so what I'm talking about going to the core, going on the inside. Um, I'm talking about the issues that flow out of our heart. Proverbs 4.23, you guys pick up my book, Understanding Your Own Issues and Other Issues. It's on Amazon. I'm talking about guarding your own heart because out of it flows everything that you do. (laughs) Not what they do, but guard your heart for out of it flows everything that, that we do. Or everything, guard your heart for out of it flows the issues of life. Or guard, I like to tell people that the issues that are in our lives are coming from what's inside. You're living from the inside out. (laughs) You're acting evil because you're thinking evil, okay? Jesus said it's out the abundance of a man's own heart that his mouth is speaking. So I like to tell people, if you want to know what's inside of you, Simply listen to what's coming out of you. And we're living what we're believing. Yes, we are. There's, You know there's no condemnation now. It's, that's not what this is about. This is about growing from caterpillars to butterflies. This podcast is all about the transformation. Um, it's learning to live out from the inside out, being healed from the inside. So our, we can make healthy choices on the outside. So Jesus said, guard your heart. The word of God, Proverbs 4, 23, said, guard your heart. For out of it flows the issues of your life. Uh, um, Proverbs say, as, a, as water reflects the man's face, so does a man's heart reflect his life. Why? Because what's in us is coming out of us. What's in us, we're saying one thing, but we're living another way. So it's, what, what that's telling me is, it's not, it hasn't gotten down off in your heart. You, you're, you're believing it with your head, but you're not believing. What you're believing with your heart is really what we're doing. We're saying by Jesus' stripes, we're healed, but then we're doing other things. That's really what we believe. How, how many of you know that we're acting on what we believe to be true? We act on what we believe to be, because the body will do what the mind tell it to, because it worked like that. It's just rigged like that. God created it like that, okay? So the body's going to do what the mind tell it to. So this is why it's so important that we renew our mind because in order to change who we at, we got to change our mindset. Um, And and also we have to um, renew our mind to change our behaviors. I'm not talking about mind over matter. That's new age. I'm talking about God over the matter. I'm not talking about you doing it on your own, uh, trying to do stuff apart from Christ because it's in him that we live move and have our very being do if you if you really believe that um god created you and it's because and that he's breathing through you and it's because of him that you live move and have your being you're gonna have to believe him in everything else now god did not create us for failure he did not set us up to fail so everything that we have need we have everything that we need to succeed can you say that Everything that I need to succeed is inside of me because when he created you, he put it down on the inside of you. Don't that make sense?
So he said, look here, I created you. I am the manufacturer. There's some parts that when you get these new cars, you have to go to the manufacturer to get it fixed. They're the only ones that make it. You can't get it anywhere else. You can't go to AutoZone or nowhere else. You got to get that part from the manufacturer. And we came, God is our manufacturer. He created us. He created man from dust and he took the woman from her, his rib, right? So God created us. He has the blueprints. Life really does come with the manual. It's called the B-I-B-L-E. And I'm telling you, I'm testifying to you that life don't work right apart from Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm te- if you put the wrong, if you put diesel in a car, it's going to tear your engine up. Because it was not created for that. And when we live life Without a relationship, relationship. I'm not talking about knowing about God. I'm talking about having a living, breathing relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Having a revelation of Jesus. Is he real to you? Is Jesus Christ real to you or is he just a man upstairs? Do you have a relationship? Because our obedience to God comes out of our love for God, which cause, and our love for God comes out of our relationship with God because you can't love someone you don't know. Okay, so everything always goes back to, I used to say this all the time at church and Bible study, (laughs) relationship, 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 because without a relationship, none of this is going to work. All you're going to have is religion. You're going to have robots going around doing the work without the relationship. I'm doing this because someone said so. Are you doing it because someone said so, or are you doing it because you know so? (laughs) That's the difference between a relationship and religion. We can talk about God. My thing is, do you just talk about God or do you live for God? Religion talks about God. Relationship lives for God. Do you have a relationship with Jesus Christ or just a partnership with him? <laughs> are you are you just in partnership with him or do you have a relationship with him? Are you hold on wait a minute. Now you know doggone well there's no condemnation in this. Because you know when we finish, we're going to get to repent and do whatever it is that we need to do, right? So we just thanking God today for this day. Because we have to face, we have to be willing to see ourselves in order to be delivered from whatever it is that every in us does not like Him. You know, we say it all the time, right? Lord, creating us a clean heart and renewing us a right spirit, okay? So in order to... um confess our own faults you got to know what they are there's no condemnation we're not focusing on the faults we're focusing on the god uh, uh who 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 uh who redeemed us from the faults but we do have to admit it so we can quit it right because we want to grow we want to we want our lives to be transformed and changed can you be convicted of being a christian or being a disciple are you one of them they said to peter he after you know when i'm when they came and got Jesus, all the disciples scattered. And Peter was uh, sitting by the fire warming himself up with everybody else. He didn't want them to know that he was a disciple. <laughs> and they said, you're one of them. He said, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. And they said, yes, you are. I'm going to tell about the way you talk. Yeah, you're one of them. <laughs> Can you be convicted because of your lifestyle? Can you be convicted because of your conversation? How do people know? Is your light shining before men so that they're seeing your good works and your father is being glorified? There's no condemnation. I'm trying to I'm trying to stick with this. What's your root cause? What's your why line? 
What's your root cause and what's your why lie? What's your root cause and what's your why lie? This this is what I'm asking. What is your root cause and what's your why lie? Did the woman make you do it? Did the man make you do it? Did the devil make you do it? Come on now. It takes a really mature person to be able to say, Lord, I said it. Lord, I did it. Now, Father, forgive me because I want to quit it. You know, and, and, and it's a good thing, too, to um, understand and know that we all have issues, but our sin issues. Um, now, now, so now that we've confessed it, what are we going to do about it? We're going to continue to possess it or we're going to say, Lord, here I am. Show me how to be free from this. Show me how to overcome anger. Show me how to forgive. You told me to forgive. How do I forgive? Well, the way we forgive is simply by treating people opposite to how they treat us. Jesus said, bless those that curse you. Pray for those that despitefully use you. You know, but again, all of this come out of our love relationship with Jesus Christ. He said, if you love me, then obey me. Why do you keep saying, calling me Lord, Lord, and you don't do what I say? relationship there's no condemnation this just means um, because when we're when we accept Jesus Christ and we're born we get born again for real our heart desire really is to serve the Lord it is our spirit is willing but our flesh is weak so um so how do we how do we fix this issue the apostle Paul said when I want to do good evil is always present every time I say okay I'm not gonna do this anymore I'm not gonna do that anymore and then I end up doing it what in the world is wrong with me that is the most you know, I, I tell people when I when I became a Christian, I felt like a bipolar Christian because my spirit, I didn't I didn't understand a lot of the stuff I'm telling you now. My spirit was willing because, you know, I really did accept Christ for real. But my flesh was just weak and it was just all over the place. And, and I just felt like a bipolar Christian and I was reading the word and I wanted to do it so bad. And but I didn't know how to do it because I didn't know how to ask God for wisdom and Um, But my heart desire was just to serve him and to please him. So I was saying one thing and living another way, you know, not on purpose, but I didn't know how I was falling down and I was getting back because that's what babies do. Right. It was so frustrating. I was falling down, but but I was getting back up, you know. But I felt like a bipolar. I felt like a bipolar Christian. You guys get my book, Exposing the Devil Devices on Amazon. Talk about this story about how I felt like a bipolar Christian. I was saying one thing and doing another thing. That was not, I I was frustrated because I didn't know how. And I began to cry to the Lord and I said, Lord, I don't want to just read your word. I don't want to just know your word. But Lord, show me how to do your word. Help me to understand your word so I can be able to help tell other people. So they don't have to deal with that frustration. You know, what you go through is not just for you, but it's always to help someone else. Right? So I like to say, give someone, oh, throw someone a rope by giving them a word of hope. Um, and a, a, which is which is the word of God. For faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And, and when we're feeling hopeless, that's because we don't know what the word of God has to say. When we're feeling hopeless, faith is the substance of things hoped for. So I like to ask people, what are you hoping for? What is your faith project? What are you hoping for? 
for a man without a vision, he casts off restraints and he just run wild because a man without a vision is a man who feels like he has no purpose. And a man who feels like he has no purpose is a hopeless man. And he just casts off restraints and he, he he's like, wow, man, he say what he want to say. He do what he want to do because he don't understand. That man don't understand. That God put purpose in you when he created you. He created you on purpose for a purpose and with this purpose in mind. And I simply said all that to say that you have a God-ordained purpose. And so as born-again believers, that's that's our call. You know, God knows we're going to fall. That he's, he's more concerned with the fact when we don't get back up. Um, the Bible said righteous man will fall several times. But he's going to get back up because for real, his heart desire really sincerely is to serve the Lord. And if any of you are taking out time to listen to this podcast, you sincerely have a desire to serve the Lord. Because I don't know about you, before I accepted Jesus Christ, I, I didn't want to hear anything about him. So the fact that you're here and even listening to anything about God says that you have a heart for God. And so we're going to just take a minute, a moment, a second, and we're going to pause and we're going to say, Lord, everything in us Reveal to us everything in us that's contrary to you. Everything in us that's not like you. Those thought patterns. Because, you know, the truth of the matter is we're acting evil because we're thinking evil, right? Right? So we that's why we have to pull down those mindset strongholds. What are mindset strongholds? They're thoughts and belief systems that was uh, formed based upon life experiences, what uh, traditions pe- people have taught us, and things that we've just learned, you know. Stronghold mindsets is like um, st- is stereotyping. Okay, I'm, I'm going to put it to you like this. Based upon your experience, every time you have an encounter with a white person or every time you have an encounter with a black person, it's always been seemed like a bad experience. Okay, so it, it only happened to you maybe three or four times. Okay, but now you have drawn the, the, the come to conclusion to say all black people are mean or all white people are mean when in fact, we know that's not true because you have not met all black people and you have not, not met all white people. Or you say you have you've had three bad relationships. And so now you say all women are bad or all men are bad. And we know that's a lie because you haven't dated all women and you haven't dated all men. But based upon your limited experience, the devil has formed this mindset stronghold. He's, 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 set, he's made a He's, he set up a thought pattern in your mind that makes you believe and think that everyone's this way. So those thought patterns, they're like a fortress. A stronghold is like a fortress. So those thought patterns that's contrary to the truth, we have to pull that stuff down and say, you know, devil, that's not true because all, I, haven't, I haven't met all women and I haven't met all men. I don't know what your mindset stronghold is. You can say all all Italian restaurants are bad or all Chinese or all soul food. I don't know, whatever it is. Um, but, but we have a wild lie. Mindset strongholds are formed based upon our wild lie, based upon our limited experience. So the devil say, look, so now we begin to draw. The devil draws a conclusion. He summarizes our life experiences and he put them in our mind and that forms our belief system. This is where the belief system is coming from. Your belief system is based upon things that you have experienced, things that the devil or, you know, I'm saying things other than the word of God. 
uh, those negative belief systems, those stronghold mindsets have been formed based upon your your limited, your bad ex- uh, experiences. And you've drawn these conclusions. Oh, every uh, I'm not getting married because everybody in my family gets divorced. See, that's a mindset stronghold. That's not true. Everybody in your family has not gotten a divorce. That's a mindset stronghold. I'm not getting married because marriages don't work because everybody in my family got divorced. That's a lie. Because a lot of people marriages have, have are working. The, the testimony, the fact that it's happening means what you're saying is not true. If you can find a fact that's contrary to what you believe, then that means what you're believing is not true. I'm going to say that one more time. You know, the word of God says we overcome by the word of our testimony in the blood of our lamb. So test your thoughts. Think about your, what you're thinking. And and um, you say, well, everybody's rejecting me. Well, that's that's not true. First of all, you don't know everybody. OK. And um, and the chances are they're not rejecting you. They're probably just rejecting what you're doing, which is not true. You know, um, what you do is not who you are. What you do sometimes show how you are, but it's not who you are. Okay, (laughs) there's a difference. Michael Jordan plays basketball. That's what he does. That's not who he is. His character describes who he is. Jesus said, you'll know them by their fruits, not by how well they sing, dance, play basketball, teach, teach, uh, or none of that. He said, I want you to look at their fruit. Look at their character. Why is this? Because a bad tree cannot produce bad, a bad, a bad, uh, evil tree cannot produce good fruit. And a good tree cannot produce evil fruit. Everything starts with the seed. The seed is within itself. and It's going to produce after its own kind. So an evil seed is going to produce an evil tree. When I, when we, when we don't accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we have an evil seed. We were born into sin. Okay, we got the nature of the devil. And this is why we have to be born again because of the fall in man. Okay. So Jesus said, you're going to know them by their fruit, not by how well they sing, teach, dance, none of that stuff. He said, you're going to know them by the fruit. Because how many of you know that the devil can know, know the word? Because he knows the word, but he can't live the word. So when, when the Bible, when Galatians 5, 19, 21, 22 talks about the works of the flesh, it talks about the fruits of the spirit, which comes from God. That's the characteristics of Christ. And then it talks about Galatians 5, 19, 20, 21 down in there. It talks about the works of the flesh. Look up the works of the flesh are, are the manifestations of demonic acti- the devil operating through our flesh. The fruits of the spirit is the manifestation of the Holy Spirit manifesting through our flesh. Kindness, gentleness, patience, long suffering. All this comes, this is the this is the, the characteristics of Christ. The fruits of the spirit is the characteristics of Christ. The works of the flesh is the manifestation and the characteristics of, de- of demons. Demonic the works of the flesh. The devil operates through our flesh. The Bible said we walk in the spirit, we won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. What does that mean? He's okay, when we walk in love. We won't do evil. <laughs> when we when we do what God wants, we won't be doing what our flesh wants. Okay? Because the the flesh is is our will and our want. And our will and our want is contrary to God's will and God's want. Okay? So if we walk in love, we won't fulfill the lust of our flesh. Because love is opposite to evil. 
So you see, it's not about trying to keep a bunch of rules. It's not about saying, okay, well, I'm not going to cuss. I ain't going to do this no more. I ain't going to be mad no more. That's not what it's about. It's not about trying to keep the law because love, listen, the word of God say love is the fulfillment of the law. It's not about trying to, so don't, don't, you know, this is why these revolution, uh, new year resolutions don't work. I never do this. Okay. Cause it's not about, um, see that cause the real, the eating is really, isn't the problem. The eating, these things that we can see with our natural eyes, they're outward manifestations of inward issues. Because before you can see it on the outside, it had to start on the inside. Even these comfort foods that we eat, we eat the Lord. The Holy Spirit is our comforter. We should never have to turn to food for comfort. The Holy Spirit is our comforter. Father, forgive us for turning to comfort foods. Some people like to shop. They say, make me feel better. God is our peace. Not shopping. Shopping isn't our peace. God is our peace. Things don't make us. I I like to tell people everything that we have on earth is on lease. I don't care if you got the title deed or not. Because we're not taking any of this stuff with us. What profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world? And when he dies, he loses his own soul. If you gain all this world goods, I'm not talking against it. I'm just talking, I'm always going to promote Christ. So this is Christ's production, okay? Because I already know that everything that's good is in God. And the devil will come to us and say, look here, if you'll bow down and worship me, if you'll sell your soul, if you'll say what I tell you to say, if you'll do what I tell you to do, I will bless you. Not knowing that the devil has nothing to offer us. And when we sell our soul to the devil, you get the devil's reward. And you see it a whole lot. Some of these celebrities, they turn out on drugs and just, just doing all kinds of demonic stuff because... The devil, they had bought, they bought the lie. The devil tried to do that with Jesus in the garden after he was tempted 40 days and 40 nights. He came to tempt Jesus. Jesus was hungry. He came with the lust of the flesh trying to get him to eat bread. Then he came with the, with the uh, lust of the eyes. He took him up on a high place and he said, look here, if he'll bow down and worship me, he's still saying that. He's saying, if you'll bow down and worship me, if you'll just compromise, if you'll sell your soul, if you'll give up what's for what's, if you'll give up what's right for what's wrong, if you'll serve me, he told Jesus, if you'll bow down and worship me, I'll give you all of this. I'll give you the money, the sex, the women, the gold, everything that your evil heart desire. Don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with things. The thing, but the thing that makes it wrong is when we're trying to do stuff without God and our reason for wanting the things. It's having the things that would make you feel like you're important because you're wearing someone else's name brand. Why not get your own name brand? Forgive me, Jesus. But this is true. I'm trying to I'm trying to dig deep because I'm trying to find you. You know, what is what is your root cause? Why are you acting like that? When, when our life is, our, our attitude is contrary to God's attitude, uh, then we need to check our attitude and say, Lord, where is this coming from? Because this is not of you. This is not you. This gossiping and this backbiting and this envy and this strife and this, I don't know, what is it? This anger, this control, this, what is it? I don't know. Do you know? Where is it coming from? Where is it coming from? As we begin to um, put the word of God in us, 
it will, he, the Bible say that we're clean through the word. So as we begin to digest the word, a lot of people say, well, where do I start? Start with you. Start with you. So if anger is your problem, find out what the word of God says about it. And do a word study. Do a study on it. Don't just read a bunch of scriptures. Study it. Read it. Say, Lord, what are you saying here? Envy drove Cain, uh, 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 Abel to kill his brother Cain. Envy is a very dangerous spirit. Envy comes when we don't really know who we are. Envy comes when we don't, um, when we get our identity from what we do instead of uh, from who we are. That's when envy comes. Saul was jealous of David to the point that he wanted to literally, he physically tried to kill him because he was that spirit of envy that came inside of him. Envy and jealousy is a very dangerous spirit. So we need to check ourselves. If you have jealousy in your heart, we need to say, God, why am I jealous of, what is it that they have that you didn't give them? And I, I, you, you didn't mean, you didn't, your body is not deformed. Every joint supplies a need. And so, you know, we all have something that someone else needs. So it's not about trying to make yourself look like someone else or trying to conform to, uh, to the image of another man. It's about conforming to the image of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm getting ready to end it here. So when you guys start reading today, start with you. Look for you. The word of God is like a mirror. When you look in it, look for you. Read some Proverbs. Proverbs is a good place to start. And I'm in here. You guys have a blessed day and be encouraged. And again, keep looking for the good in your day. So you see uh, God's goodness all throughout your day. If you guys would like to support us, hit that support button. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening in. Share my podcast. Be blessed. Be encouraged. Um, if you'd like to donate to our outreach, it's We Care 1966. If you'd like to donate to me, it's the dollar sign, Pearly, P-E-A-R-L-I-E-J Martin. And you guys be blessed. Be so, so encouraged. And spend time today. Find that root cause. You know what those issues are. And begin to dig in the word so, so we can get delivered because we're clean through the word. And no more blaming other people for our actions and reactions because it's really a statement of weakness. Because what we are saying is that this person has power and control over me. And the devil is a liar because I don't know about you. That's too much control. And that's not true anyway. Okay. I'm ending it here. You guys, till next time.